We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. You're listening to The Mark Milton Show with The Smash. Doug Vaughn filling in for us today. This is The Mark Milton Show broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios presented by stltaxlawyer.com. Doug, it is tax time. Uh, January, start getting all your 1099s in the mail. Does anybody have their taxes done yet? Is there anybody that organized? You can't e-file yet. It's not. Really? Yeah, you can't e-file yet. The system, I think they announced February... Uh, February 12th is when you can first uh, e-file your returns. Yeah, because there's a lot of updates. Like, you know, there's a lot a lot of change that, that you know, every year that happens, especially the COVID, uh, the COVID relief has really thrown a wrench in the system because, mm-hmm. you know, that was designed as basically a refundable credit for your 2020 taxes. So it was adva- or an advancement. So, like, basically, if you didn't get, for whatever reason, if you did not get your first stimulus or the second stimulus, and you're eligible, you will get it when you go to file your taxes. Oh. And if you already did get it, then that will be reflected on there. So there's a lot of sort of last-minute changes they had to make to the 1040. And so, you know, that it's incredibly complicated when you're talking about a computer system with, so, you know, millions of different softwares out there that have to be compatible. So mm-hmm. the software I use, I think they said February 12th, you'll be uh, able to e-file returns. That's when the IRS will, will start accepting them. Uh, one thing you might want to think about around tax time, if you've got some debt, uh, you know, credit card debt, other consumer debt, uh, and you've got equity in your house, it's always a good idea to think about refinancing, maybe do a cash-out refinance. Uh, Andy Newbold, who's my neighbor, actually, oh, in, is he? in Morrison Woods, High rent uh, is my, it's pretty, pretty, you know, it's pretty uh, oh, I bet. pretty decent I uh, bet property values over sure. there, um, which we were able to take advantage of. We refinanced and, and got a great new low rate through First Bank. Uh, Andy Newbold, it was our, our mortgage guy, took great care of us, seamless process. Uh, you can check them out at, uh, you can give him an email, andy.newbold at firstbanks.com, or you can give him a call on his cell phone, call or text him, 314-660-2223. I had firsthand experience uh, refinancing with Andy. Uh, it was a seamless process, really enjoyed it, um, and, and we got exactly what we wanted. And the reason I bring that up is because if you're paying the credit card interest or your other, other you know consumer credit interest, that's not deductible. Versus if you wrap it into your mortgage, those interest payments become deductible. If you can itemize. If you itemize. Right. But most people, you know, if, you, if you've if you got a good-sized mortgage and you've, you're paying, you're maxing out your state and local taxes at ten grand with that mortgage interest, if you're married, you're probably going to get in that neighborhood of where you, you might be itemizing. This year it's 24800 I think, for a married couple mm-hmm. uh, as the standard deduction, so you got to get above that. Depending on, you know, if you've got charitable contributions or – Medical expenses that qualify, and if you get over that threshold, then you're going to itemize. Is there anything shakier than charitable contributions? <laughs> so that is an area. Um, when I was at the DOJ, you know, we used to go after fraudulent tax preparers, and yeah. it's one of those areas where, yeah, there's a lot of fraud when it comes to cash charitable contributions, but also the non-cash where you're doing the donations to a goodwill. Oh yeah, you know, I donated my couch that was worth three thousand dollars. Well, when when they tell you. If you have to, I, I don't know what it is anymore. If you have to have proof, if you've donated over like five fifty, yeah, yeah, it's pretty tempting to say I donated right around two hundred and forty-five dollars. <laughs> well, so that's so. So for non-cash, the limit is five hundred. So I tell people, you know, if you donate, you know, tons of stuff to charity, 
and you don't want to itemize it, you can take up to 500 in non-cash if, you know, if you think that's what you did. Cash is, there's no, I mean, there are limits to it, but most people, you know, you give to your church. That's a big one. Um, anything over 250, if you got audited, you're supposed to have a letter or proof of, of payment to, mm -hmm. to prove that. So, um, and one area where there used to be a lot of fraud that they got rid of was the unreimbursed employee business expenses. That was oh, where yeah, like yeah, people yeah, yeah. who were W2 would try to write off like mileage or, right. you know, home office even, which you can't do anymore. Um, you know, that's something I thought with the COVID situation, Congress might try to bring it back is, you know, allowing people a, a deduction for if you're a W2 employee and you got a home office, which 90% of Americans who normally. How much, a, how much of a home office do people really have? They have a desk that they well, sit at. Saying, They've got a printer and a computer like think, everybody else. I just think there should be an ability to write off something when you're forced to work at home uh, because of COVID. And now you're not able to do that. So you're paying tax on the full freight yeah. of. Of what you're doing, but it, there, there is. I mean, you have to have an area that's exclusively used for your your office. That how and many? Then you can take again, a percentage of your square. You footage. have to have a really big house <laughs> before you have just an office. Well, what you really want to maximize it is a really small house with a big percentage of that small house. The whole thing is an office. By your yeah, office. because you're swinging so many business deals to live in this tiny little. I got house. my inventory over here. Right, sure. I got you know, et cetera. But that's something to keep in mind. Do you think we'll ever just go to like a user tax or you owe know, fifteen sales tax? Like a use tax? Yeah, or or it's just a 15% flat tax. We're not going to screw around. It's just too complicated. I'm sure in your business you would not like to see that. Well, the problem there is, you know, the the liberals, if there was a flat income tax, it's a regressive tax, right? So that 15% would impact a lower income person more than it would a higher income person. That's why we have a progressive tax system. So the more you make, the higher your percentage, right? Mm -hmm. So if you make under... 20 grand, you're only paying maybe 15% on each dollar that you earn. Whereas if you're making a million, you're earning, you know, paying 37 and a half percent on each dollar. So I don't think you'd ever have a flat income tax. I could see, and, and I don't think, I don't think you'll ever see us go away from an income tax. Like, you know, Herman Cain, the nine, 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 nine plan, the late great Herman Cain, yeah. where he wanted to have a 9% income tax a 9% sort of flat tax or sales tax. And then forget what the other 9% is. The, the, the problem with that is then you have three different taxes that a, a liberal or left-leaning administration could increase all at once, right? Yeah. Um, what I would like to see is the simplification of the tax system. Like to your point, you know, maybe not a flat rate, but something where, um, you know, you're not, there's just not as much that goes into what can I deduct? What can I do here? It's sort of like, all right, here's what you made. Here's what you owe. But I, I, again, I just think it's too, way too complicated, way too many special interests. Um, like the, the, the home, you know, home mortgage interest. I mean, that was mm -hmm. a big sacred cow of the realtors industry, the banking industry that nobody wanted to touch. And that's one that, you know, they front in, they front load a lot of that interest, the way they amortize it. And, um, you know, that's something that, and that results in a huge tax loss to the government, but it's one that, oh, everyone needs to own a house. We want to encourage home ownership. And so it's one thing that like was sort of off the table when they were doing, um, when they were doing the tax reform, but there's other things too. I mean, when you look at, uh, meals and entertainment, right. They cut that, uh, originally, you know, you used to be able to take 50% of the cost of a meal or ball game tickets or whatever. And with the 17 change, they got rid of that, uh, get rid of entertainment altogether. Uh, they made that's some changes reasonable. to meals. That's, what? To me, that's reasonable. No, but that's a real cost of doing business. 
If Maybe. I'm gonna, no, it, go 100%. into a Cardinal game. Hundred percent, Doug. Entertainment is. I mean, how many times do you hear how much business gets done on a golf course? Hundred percent, it should be deducted. The problem well, is, there's it a lot is of business that to, doesn't get done on a golf course too. But you could say that you did. Maybe so. But the point is, they try to eliminate areas where they could be fraud, right? Yeah. So there's a hundred percent. If if it's a legitimate hundred percent business purpose, you should be able to write it off. The problem is, people take that deduction and then they write off everything under the sun is entertainment. Mm -hmm. So they try to curb it. And from a budget budgeting standpoint, they try to say, Oh, we got rid of that. And now, you know, we're going to save all this money, you know, as the government, because we're not allowing these tax breaks. But now we have this year because of COVID, they're trying to encourage people to eat out. So they're going to give a hundred percent on meals. Oh, so I have brother. to take it at Rosalita's Doug. Okay, yeah. I'd it's like a business go. expense. This now, is now here's a question. There's probably a lot of people in my age group, 50, 60, 70, who have done really well with their 401ks and sure. IRAs in the last four years with the market up 50% mm -hmm. since Trump came in. And now we're no doubt going to get hit with a lot of taxes from the Biden administration. How is that going to affect? How will it affect you? All those. Yeah, me. The retirees. Well, any, you know, when you take distributions from your retirement account, you're paying ordinary income tax rates on that, right? Mm -hmm. So if they increase the tax rates, they're going to, you know, if it's 37% now is the highest rate, they're talking 50, 60, 70% as the top rate. I mean, that's what Bernie wants. That's what Seven, AOC is. 70%. So you'd be taxed at 70%, you know, depending on what your, where your income is. But So if you wanted to take 10000 out of an IRA, <laughs> the, the government grand. would get 7000 7, Potentially. And oh, oh, what's, more, what's more frightening is the, the idea of a wealth tax, right? That's something that, like, Elizabeth Warren and California is trying to do that, where they're going to say, we're going to tax you based on your wealth, not on your income, but like, what do you have in assets? So what you're going to have to fill out. I have a, I have a million dollars in my 401k. Well, we're going to tax you 5% on your, on your 401k. Please pay us X amount of dollars. I mean, that's, what's frightening. You think they could, they could, that's a reality. They could, do I that? don't, but you, who knows? I mean, they've got control of the Senate. They got control of the house and they got the white house. So theoretically, unless you have, you know, guys like Joe Manchin and maybe some other more conservative Democrats push back. Don't you think they can a, do anything right a now? A massive re uh, revolt if they start taxing people at 60, 70 percent? I would hope so. But, Doug, they voted Biden in. I mean, people knew, I mean, that, you know, the, the socialist wing of the party had taken over and yet Biden still won. So I don't know how you explain So what that. would somebody do to try to avoid massive taxation on a 401k <laughs> well, or an IRA? You suggested not take it, it on the not morning. Take it, not take it out until a different administration. Well, you've got to take, take some. Yeah, you've got, you, you've got to take your required minimum distribution. What's that? What's the re minimum? Uh, the required, based on it, there's a complicated formula that, that is based on your age and, and uh, the value of your accounts that, that you're required to take out uh, once you hit retirement years. Um, I mean, theoretically, if you felt like, hey, taxes, I'm certainly not advising this, and this is not to be taken as any sort of legal tax advice, <laughs> but if you were very concerned, you could say, I'm going to take out as much as I can right now, pay take the tax hit now, and, you know, invest the money or buy gold or buy crypto or do whatever you want to do. You laugh, but so why, that you why know, wouldn't that be a know, wise thing to do? It's not, I mean, because we don't know what the future holds. Maybe in four years, you do have a, a red wave of, of Republicans and, and, you know, you have lower tax rates, but I'm just saying yeah. like, to your point, like there's a lot of uncertainty. I certainly do not believe that tax rates, individual tax rates will ever be as low as they are right now. So from that standpoint, right. yeah, maybe it does make some sense to. So if somebody takes out their million dollars in an IRA, they pay 37 and a half percent on that money. 
over four hundred thousand or whatever the benchmark 30, is. Yeah. Thirty-seven over. So six. So there's ranges, right? So any money you take out between, let's say, two hundred fifty and four, I don't know the exact ranges, but that's taxed at thirty-four percent, and then anything over four hundred thousand is taxed at thirty-seven and a half percent, or whatever yeah. the tax table looks like. So you'd like. still have to come up with a big chunk oh, of money be, just to pay the taxes. But you'd be taking out the money, so you'd have the money to pay your taxes right there. Yeah. And if you didn't pay the taxes. And you had a tax problem, then you could call me and we could try to work something that's out. That's how it works. You know, that's right. what we do. The Milton Law Group, stltaxlawyer.com. This is the Mark Milton Show. We've got Doug Vaughn filling in this week. We're very glad to have him. Want to touch base on another sponsor, TRC Outdoor. Chris Rhodes, founder, was on here last week to talk about all they do with landscaping, hardscaping, outdoor kitchen spaces, whatever you might need, Doug, for your outdoor space, TRC Outdoor yeah, can yeah, handle definitely. it. Definitely. Yeah, I want to redo my backyard. Well, we just did it this did year you? with TRC Outdoors. Phenomenal uh, back backyard space. We've got this new stairwell that comes down, a patio, fire pit. They can do it all. Well, you're in the high rent district and, there in Warsaw. Oh, well, you're in Sunset Hills. Uh, that's not, nothing. Not I live in a tar paper shack. Not too shabby over there. They can take care of all of it for you. They also, uh, Chris Rhodes also uh, has a plumbing company. Brighthouseco.com for all your plumbing needs. They also take care of uh, power washing, junk removal, anything you need uh, when it comes to those those areas. Please be sure to check out Brighthouseco.com for all your plumbing, junk removal, and power washing needs. And like I said, TRC Outdoor for all of your landscaping needs. Doug, hopefully you can give them a call and come out, do a design, and, and bid for you on your yeah, backyard space. I would like that. Yeah, it'd be very nice. Seriously, be very nice. We're considering doing something. Well, you are listening to the Mark Milton Show with the Smash Broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios and presented by stltaxlawyer.com. Doug, we appreciate you being with us. Well, thanks for having Always me. Always a pleasure. You're welcome back anytime. Hopefully Smash will be back here with us. Soon, Dave. Always a pleasure to be with you. Appreciate uh, all you do on the board there. Really appreciate it. And I want to give one more shout out to Kevin Wingabach State Farm, who is my insurance agent. Uh, if you're looking for a new quote on your homeowner's insurance, your car insurance, maybe your uh, life insurance, maybe you don't feel like you have enough life insurance, uh, definitely check out Kevin Wingenbach with State Farm at SoCoInsurance.com. This has been the Mark Milton Show. You can find us at 590 The Fan, 590TheFan.com. Anywhere you subscribe to podcasts, Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever it may be, you can download it from any time. Appreciate you being with us. I hope you'll join us next week.